previously on the Social Proof Podcast. It sounds that simple because it is. Okay. And once you believe that it it's is. It's that simple. So this, this is what AD, is AD still here? AD here? So he told us about, he said, yo, we called him on live. He's like, yo, what's the best way to make a million? He said, make, make 10. Two million. He said it like that. In my head, yo, 10, that ain't that easy. He like, yo, yes, it is. We just asked about a million. He said, yo, if you want to make a million, make 10. Put together a plan for 10. You'll stumble on a million. I promise you, I employed that. Once he said it was easy. In my head, I think it's hard, but I accepted it. I just, I just borrowed his belief for a little bit. And I said, oh. And I promise you, once you get around different circles where their zero is higher, you'll, you'll, the money starts to dwindle in your head. Yeah, for sure. It does. For so, sure. Thank you thank so you. much. Man. You're very Everybody. welcome. Everybody. Round of applause. All right. So um, what I want you guys to take away from this, though, is there's somebody else who's sitting in here who just hadn't spoken yet. And you have an idea and you haven't launched it yet because you feel like you have to have all these pieces in place before you do, you don't. The very first version of your product or service does not have to be amazing. It just has to be valuable. It just, we are in here and it's hot. The sound was sketchy. Did you learn something in here so far today? The situation isn't perfect, but it's valuable, right? And so let's stop focusing on, and I say this all the time, probably every episode, let's stop focusing on trying to get people from A to Z. You may only be prepared for A to B. Stay there. Stay there. So he may only be prepared enough to go to these schools and get them in a group for now. Stay there. Start selling the idea of what it would be like to to have a professional track team. Wherever you are in your place, you don't need more money. You need to start. You don't need more people. You need to start. You don't need more inventory. You need to start. Start right where you are. And if your goal was to take people from A to triple Z, stop mm-hmm. and just go from A to B. So number one, we want to identify what you're afraid of. Because, yo, and keeping it 100, bro, it's something you're afraid of. You just haven't shared it yet. Whether it's starting too small or failing or it's, it's something. And I figure we could just ask ourselves the question, what are you so afraid of? Like, yeah. look in the mirror. What am I so afraid of? If I wasn't afraid, what would I do? Mm. What could I accomplish if I wasn't so afraid? So one, we just got to identify what we're afraid of. And then two, interview, interview the fear. Why am I so afraid of this? You had a question? Go for it. To the mic, 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 to the mic. It's a live show here. You know what I mean? They need to hear you. We're professionals. Introduce yourself. My name's Keandre. And his original question was, how do you figure out what you're afraid of? which I was looking forward to getting answered. Oh, for so sure. So now that's my question. How cool, do you cool, figure cool. out what you're afraid Yeah, and I went down a whole nother path. So I think the first part is you just ask yourself with a sober mind. It seems like maybe it's not answering your question, but I've, I've sat down with myself and say, yo, what am I afraid of? So this whole high ticket sale thing, I'm like, yo, what am I afraid of? And I realized, at first I thought I was just Afraid of being on stage. That was me lying to myself. My real fear was people thinking that I'm all about the money. That's my real fear. Because I built a brand for the beginning entrepreneur. 
But if I try to sell them something higher ticket, then they're gonna, they're gonna think that I, I, I'm just so money hungry. And that's not the case, but that's my real fear. Mm-hmm. So what I had to do was I had to get around somebody who wasn't afraid of what I was afraid of. So one practical thing you could do is find some people who are fearless. True story, I got a bunch of stories and remind me to get back <laughs> to what I was saying just in case I go off. I got in, I was young and um, I got in a fight. Well, I didn't get in a fight. The guy punched me in my face and I just fell. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. I was mad. I started pushing the guy. This is, I was in elementary school. I was pushing the guy, pushing him. I didn't really want to fight. I just want to push him. You know what I mean? Like, yo, what's up now? What's up now? I didn't expect to fight because there's a bunch of girls around. So I'm pushing the guy. He punches me right in my eye. And I don't even remember, I don't remember like him cocking, I just remember like getting off the ground. So at that point, I was like, wow, he beat me up. <laughs> and I, at that point, I realized, dang, I can't fight. That's crazy. <laughs> so what happened was, they break it up, and my brother is coming from the middle school. And I see him and his friends coming, like walking up to the school, because the middle school is like, you got to pass the school. And I see my brother and I instantly get courage. Not because I wanted my brother to do anything or fight the kid, but as soon as I saw my brother, I said, yo, I gotta go handle this problem. He's like, yo, who? I'm like, nah, chill, I got it, man. He sucker punched me. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to knock him out. I got more confident because I was around somebody who wasn't afraid of the thing that I was afraid of. That's why I had to find some people who are at a higher level who's not afraid of what I'm afraid of. So I had to find those people. And once you get in that environment, you stop being afraid. You stop being afraid of poverty. You stop being afraid of like making money and people were judging you. Because it's, it's being in the conversation, they helped me realize that the more you charge somebody, the more benevolent you're being. You're helping somebody. You're helping somebody invest more in themselves. That's why I remember in the beginning, I was like, yo, I just want y'all to invest. Don't, I'm not, I'm not here to sell y'all nothing. I don't have nothing to sell you. I got some stuff to sell you. I'm not going to sell it though. But I want you to invest in something because I know once you start investing, the money becomes smaller to you. If you keep investing $1,000, you keep investing $1,000, another $1,000. When somebody has an opportunity to sell you a course or something for $1,000, you're like, oh, well, sure. I'm not afraid of it anymore. But I'm telling you, you got to start investing so you can get around people who invest. And then you're not afraid to invest anymore. So what, hap- what happened for me is whatever I'm afraid of, I get around people who's not afraid of that. Thus the reason I invested in this $55,000 program to help me get more confidence. Does that make sense? So I want to answer your question directly. A couple of things that was you can do. my story not direct? It wasn't. Uh, but it was, story. it was a good story. It was a great story. It was a great story. It was a great story. Right? Right? story. You were feeling so, my story. That's yeah, I did. I definitely felt <laughs> the story. How do you identify what you're afraid of? Let me just kind of let you in on, on me. When the real estate market crashed that you mentioned earlier, back in 2008 to 2010. This story better be direct. I lost everything. I had a humongous house and the cars and the clothes and the handbags and all this stuff. I lost everything. I remember sitting in my house that I was foreclosing on, looking at all these handbags that I couldn't pawn for enough money to pay my mortgage, right? And I ended up losing all this stuff. And as I started to rebuild my life over years, I would say things like, 
I don't need that. I had that before and it brought me no value. It added no value. And so I convinced myself that I didn't need these luxury things that I had once loved. And as I started to make more and more money and more and more money, I still was attached to this. I don't need that. I'm not falling back into that trap ever again. I am going to stay with basic things. I don't need the luxury and the designer. And I started to look at other people. I would look at the women. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Who were riding around in Rolls Royces and, and think, she probably can't even afford that. <laughs> I'm being judgmental. I would look at women wearing designer this and that every day and be disgusted. Like, do you really need that? My fear was hidden in my judgment because I was judging something because I was afraid to try to get it again because it was attached to a loss. Right? Something that I loved significantly, I lost. I'm just really into fashion. Okay. I am. Did y'all see I, her shoes last week, though? The, <laughs> y'all see the Monica's? They see the Tom, they see the Tom Ford's today. They're good. Those okay, are all great. Right. Those are good. Um, anyway, and, and those were cute, too. My Monica's were cute. Right? Anyway. Proceed. I like these things, but I started to judge other people with it because their pleasure was attached to something that brought me tremendous pain. And so I would look at this stuff like, I don't want it. I'm not getting it. I don't want it. I'm not getting it. And what ended up happening was somebody gifted me a handbag. Somebody gifted me a handbag. And of course, I took it. And as I'm carrying the handbag, it was like walking back into my world again. Like, oh, I love it. I want (laughs) more of it. But I don't want to buy it. I don't want to be dumb again because I remember that people used to tell me you're spending your money on these things and you're dumb. And I was convinced that buying these designer luxuries are what made me go broke. And that's not what made me go broke. What made me go broke was my 
irresponsible relationship with money. I had no knowledge about how to spend my money, how to create a budget for myself. And so when I got that handbag, it was like, I don't feel disgusted. I feel happy. And I want another one. Does this come in a bigger size? Like that's, And so then I would start buying things little by little. And then I noticed that when I started buying things, I became less judgmental. And I had to prove to myself that if I could buy this $2,500 handbag, I could still pay my rent. And I did. And then I would do it again. And I would. The fear was attached to a previous pain. So sometimes you have to look at what are you judging? What are you judging other people for? What are you judging other people for? Are you judging other people for the way they do business? Are you judging other people because they have a high ticket and you don't have a high ticket? Oh, why would she be charging that much for a course? I got the same information and I charge $27. Stay broke. That's cool. I like it. Keep trying to sell to 200,000 people a year while I'm over here and I need 400. Right? Do you. And I used to look at people like that. I used to, when I built my business, I had this fear. I didn't want to charge high ticket. Kenny made me charge high ticket. He encouraged me. He didn't make me. He encouraged me to sell high ticket. I had a program that I was selling for like $29. My coaching was $97 a month Mm -hmm. at one point. $97 a month. Now that number has a a, a comma in it. And... Annually, it could go from a five-digit number to a six-digit number to work with me on a one-on-one level at this point. I didn't have the confidence to do it. It wasn't that I didn't think I was valuable. It was, what if nobody buys this shit? Stuff. Thanks. Sorry, mom, dad, in-laws. What if nobody buys it? What if I put this flyer out here for my program and nobody likes the picture? That was the fear. I think that's a lot of people's fear. It's a lot of, what if I put the content out there and it gets no engagement? What if I do a sales call and they say no? Well, guess what? I have put content out there that got no engagement. Mm -hmm. I have done a sales call that resulted in no money, but I kept going. I kept going because here's what I understand about fear. Fear isn't real. It really isn't. Fear is your mind's way of processing what you think can happen. But has it happened? Mm -hmm. We're fearing something that we have not proven to happen yet. Do you you know what you're afraid of? Have you ever sat there and tried to figure it out? I'm I'm literally thinking about it right now. What is your business? That's, you know, here's the thing. That's my biggest point. Mm -hmm. We have to at least ask ourselves what like let me let me try to figure out what I'm so afraid of. Anybody like through this conversation, you start to think, yo, this is what I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. And if you start to interview that thing, why am I afraid of that? And if that does happen, then what happens? So I was I was working at and I, I wanna uh we'll get into your business in two seconds. I got stories. He got stories for days. My stories are. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So I was I was about to leave my job at the Cheesecake Factory. And my fear was, what I don't want to fail. So I got a fear, fear of failure. That's that's valid, right? That's a valid fear. Leave my job to be a full-time entrepreneur. I'm like, yo, what would happen? Like, that would be terrible. Would you agree? Think about quitting your job to start a business 
and it doesn't work. Woo. Scary stuff, right? Valid fear. But then I had to interview it. And I said, well, what happens if my greatest fear happens? Mm-hmm. So I quit my job and I worked this business. And if I fail and nobody buys it, I left on good standing, meaning I can come back to the Cheesecake Factory. I know I can get that job back or I can get a servant job somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow. If my biggest fear happens to where my business fails, what's probably going to happen is I have to work back at the Cheesecake Factory. Meaning, at the point when I'm having this conversation, <laughs> my biggest fear is me being exactly where I am right now. I catch that? My biggest fear is me working at the Cheesecake Factory. But I'm already working at the Cheesecake Factory at this point. And that's what I said, all right, I'm out. To listen to or watch this full episode, be sure to check out the Social Proof Podcast on your favorite listening platform or on YouTube. Finally, you asked for it. And we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the, support is, um, the support is appreciated. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week from all across the country. You'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week. And I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you, would you take part in that? Well, go to themorningmeetup.com because that's exactly what we're doing here. Okay. The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Okay. Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book? Every single chapter, every single day, we're growing together, okay? You need the environment to grow in. TheMorningMeetup.com, a dollar. I'm going to give you all this for a dollar. If you want to stay, great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want, all right? TheMorningMeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.